Welcome back to the Hardline. Enter at your own risk. Welcome back to the Hardline, powered by Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet. I'm TJ Mo, Cam Jansen, Matt Widener, Matt Rocchio here as well. 5.08, we have Reed Low coming up, probably 10-ish uh, minutes. It's Reed right. Slow. Reed Slow, yes. Lowsy, as we like to call him. He will be coming up uh, in just a few minutes. We will also get to some Cardinals notes. But first, I want to tell you about the STL Sticker Bus, Cam. The STL Sticker Swap is a local collection of artists, designers, brands, and sticker lovers. They're going to be teaming up with Bi-State Metro, the city bus guys, mm-hmm. to attempt to set a Guinness Book of World Records for the most stickers on a city bus by placing, guess how many, guess how many? Nine million. Not quite that many, but you'll know, be Seven close. Seven million? 28,000. Okay. Which is a lot. Way off. 28 is my number. I like it. Unique mm-hmm. stickers on how long do you think the bus is? Nine how many million? Feet? How many feet? Oh. Nine million feet. <laughs> 40 feet. 40 feet! Yes, a 40-foot metro bus. That's right. Do you have a sticker cam that you want to put on and help damn right be part I do. of setting the world record? Do you? It's huge. It, it is your fat head of yourself. Flat, yeah, it yes. is. All right. Well, you can send it to STL Sticker Swap before September 1st. Do you want to brand your business, Cam? You are your business, so you do. Mm-hmm. Do you want to brand your business on an entire window on the bus? You're going to need that. That's gonna You're going to need two windows for that. You're right. Head. My big head of mine. Uh, and it'll be seen by millions of people around the world, as well as over 28,000 people each day at LouFest. Then visit stlstickerbus.com. When is LouFest.com? Lou Fest. September 9th and 10th. Ooh, Maddie knows. September Maddie 9th and 10th. Maddie knows. Thanks, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Maddie knows. There you go. A uh, couple Cardinals news and notes if you follow Jen Langosh on Twitter. As I do. As you should. She's great, by the Very way. Very good follow. Here is the lineup for today. Matt Carpenter, Tommy Pham, Paul DeYoung, Dexter Fowler in center, Yadier Molina, Judd Jerko, Stephen Piscotty in the lineup in right field tonight, Colton Wong at second base. I don't mind base, that. And Lance Lynn. I like that. I, I'm Let confident. those compete, the Richick Piscotti duo. You guys need to compete with each other. Uh, yeah. No bad games, you're out. You're playing solid, you're in. I'm with you. Uh, Kevin Segrist is headed south to Jupiter, Florida tomorrow to begin a rehab assignment. Would be nice to get him back. Yes. The bullhead, pet him bit. Uh, lastly, asked if Mike Leak would be starting for the Cardinals on Saturday. Mike Matheny said... Uh, he's an option. Oh, 19 total <laughs> runs in the last three starts is an option? He has averaged four innings... Over his last nine starts. And f- six, five, four, three in his last four starts, if you c- c- count the inning decline. So he's one outing away from becoming a bridge guy out of the bullpen, nice. only to start games. I'm so, all about that. So, I mean, you know, why not? I mean, just see, let's see if he can get down to one. You're saying he could be Miller from uh, the Indians? By the way, he got hurt today. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Miller? No. No, 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 no. He could be much, much better than that. <laughs> much better. That's so that is what you're hearing. I, I tell you what, if, if Mike Matheny trots him out one more time, he's giving up on the season. He has given up. I'm telling you, he is saying, we're not willing to bring Jack Flaherty up. Yeah, who's dominating down who's there? Killing he's killing it. Throwing heat. You, that's what you're saying to me. We're not willing to bring him up. We're not going to try something. We're just going to keep marching out the guy and saying every fifth day we're going to lose. That's all you're saying. By a lot. So well, it's uh, it's not quite that simple because you you have multiple issues right now in your rotation. That's you've true. got multiple guys that are out there, and you've got a Triple A team that's making a push right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so do you those, really care about the Triple A team? Yeah, you do. You do. Why you, do you, you, you when you're you, trying you, to win a division? You you care about the fact that you also have to police the innings for the guys that are there. Everybody says bring up Jack Flaherty, bring up Jack Flaherty. 
Well, okay, that's fine, but you're also going to have to make a 40-man move there. You're also going to have to maneuver. But you want him here. up anyway, probably, as soon as you hit September 1st. You, ideally, you would like him up, at least as a bullpen guy, if you really are going to try to make a run. Well, make the move there and do it. And I think that, the first of all, first of all, the moment that they decided to hold on to Lance Lynn and they decided not to make all the sweeping changes that you thought would happen on July 31st, they were in. So they're in until the end of the season, no matter what. They're all in. So uh, you just have to make the right moves as far as managing innings. If you have one starter that's out of your rotation at this time, yeah, it's, easy. it's easier Weaver. than doing two. But you you still have to have a guy to eat innings. And sometimes they're not always How quality. How about John Gant, though? Hold, hold up. Hold up. Okay, There's, um, you, you, sometimes they're not always quality innings to the level that you want them to be. But if you have a guy out there that you have that level of investment in, he literally has to completely bottom out. And I think you're one start away from that happening. But every start that you can roll him out there, you get to delay even further bringing up another guy that you can put into the mix. Though. But he's only averaging four innings, so he's not eating many innings anyway. That's four innings is more is, is better than having to figure out nine. And the thing about it is, well, it's remember, not bullpen day though. But remember last year when they said, "Oh, we're gonna bring up Mike Myers. He'll eat up an inning," and he got destroyed in the first inning. You right. had the same game. That's so true. I mean, you've got a guy there that's a proven major league pitcher. And you know what? You're a pro. You've got to fight through these things. You have to. You have to find a way to do it. So, I mean, if, if that's the case that's there and you've already had to burn Luke Weaver, who's your de facto six guy, mm -hmm. and you're already coming into a season where you're short one guy in your staff because you have not had Alex Reyes all year, and you just traded away Marco Gonzalez, who was another guy that could have been in that type of role, you got to roll the punches. And, I mean, and that's just kind of the situation that they're in. So I'm with you, but you got John Gant, you got Dakota Hudson, and you've got Jack Flaherty. I wouldn't put, touch Dakota Hudson in the major leagues this year. Okay, so you have Gant, who a lot of people thought should have been on the major league roster out mm -hmm. of camp, mm -hmm. and you have Jack Flaherty, who's been killing it. I think you have an option when you have a guy that has no business going out on the mound right now. Kirkwood Color says, currently you do, you do not have to protect Flaherty either. Once he's added, you have to protect him from Rule 5, same with Hudson. Yeah, you eat up more. You eat up. You you eat up more of your roster flexibility by bringing guys there. And if they're doing some of the things that they've talked about that they're going to try to do this off season, I think that being able to have as much usage of your forty as possible is going to be important. I'm with you. Uh, one more thing before I think we're going to get read low on the phone here within the next few minutes. Rock, wait about wait two or three minutes. Here oh, he could hold. Okay, well, he, he can, can let's do this if he wants. He can I, 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 want to, I want to hit this Mike Martz thing here. I, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't want to, I'm sitting on hold. Cares about him. Mike Martz. Mike Martz? No, uh, Mike Martz cares about him, yeah. Uh, I like Martz. He's Mike great. Martz was, uh book came out, and this, this was the quote inside of the book here. And he said, this is a short interview. He, we will let Rock tell you what he has disputed some of this to some degree since then. However, this was his quote on Jared Goff. Martz. He says, uh, what is he, a couple months older than Jared? He's talking about Sean McVay, the head coach of the St. Louis Rams now, who's mm -hmm. with the uh, – He's 30 the, years old. The Reds. He's 30. He's going to be 31 when the season starts. He said, March says in the book, they hired a buddy for Jared. The NFL has nothing to do with being a friend or a buddy of the quarterback. You've got to coach them, work them hard, and respect But buddy. And this guy is a quarterback expert, an offensive expert. Wait a minute while I puke. Right. He's going to be able to teach Ooh. and handle and guide Jared through tough times because all of his expertise and knowledge, right, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. Wow. He also Snap. went on to say, that's a quote I have, he also went on to say that uh, basically, he said, Jared Goff, I don't know if he can play or he can't play, but I do know that he couldn't have gone to a worse place. If you took him and switched him with Dak Prescott in Dallas, who knows what would happen with Goff there. Goff at Cal came from an offense where they ran as many plays as they could, Fast. Jared in college, an amazing job of throwing 
uh, a true ball off balance under duress, making things happen. You knew the speed of the NFL would throw a kind of timing off, but he still throws a true ball. The Rams wanted to rewire him to what? I watched the Rams offense last season. It was awful football. There was nobody there on that staff that could teach him, develop him. You have a high-value guy like that, and he went to the worst offensive place, the Rams. Dude. That's some pretty rough stuff, though. Ooh. He backtracked a little bit, didn't he? uh, According to Matt Rocky, Rock, do you have that in front of you? Yeah, he was on ESPN in L.A., 710, on the radio, and he said uh, he called – the quote in its entirety was not accurate, and he said, I would never say something like that. It was embellished. It was a very short interview, and I think what I told the author was there's only a couple di- years difference between them, and they probably brought him in because of his ability to communicate with Goff. You want somebody more his age, I guess, but all that other garbage, I would never say anything like that. So he the so the writer made up the puke part? Uh, I don't know if That's he said pretty but gutless. He's saying it was manipulated at some point. Here's March before the draft. Big-ass trouble for that, man. Well, he doesn't care. He's retired. He's not doing anything. He's he's up. He's not involved. No, in the writer could. Oh, Time, sure. Yeah, yeah. for Definitely making things up. up. Absolutely. Time out. Former St. Louis football teams aside, um, Adrian Wojciechowski at ESPN is reporting that the Cleveland Cavaliers and Boston Celtics have moved into serious talks on the trade centered around Kyrie Irving moving to the Celtics, where Isaiah Thomas Word. could be involved. Where Isaiah Thomas could be involved coming back from Boston. How about that mm. one? Which which makes very little sense for the I Cavs am, because Isaiah Thompson, like, this is last year's contract. Before we go any further than this, I sincerely apologize to the people of St. Louis for referencing the NBA. I know how much so many of you have against that league as in its existence. And that how is fascinating. It is not relevant in this market, but still. The big very, dogs are relevant. It very much is. The big dogs are relevant. And that matters. Mm-hmm. Somebody relevance on the phone here? Not really. So I heard. So I we heard. got him. I think joining us now is a former blues enforcer. That would be Reed Lowe. Lowe, what's happening? What up? How you doing, boy? Doing good, man. What do you got going? I was on the uh, the other line doing some business. Sure um, you were. And uh, I got this message from my banker saying you can't make Cam and the boys wait. No. Mm-mm. No. They, and then I turn. I haven't texted back yet, but I'm going to say, yeah, Cam waits for me. He's lucky he didn't ever have to play against me either. I did play against you, I thought. You did. Oh, sorry, that's right. You were always on the other side of the ice. That's right, you did. No, I did play against you, but I fought the tough guy on the team. (laughs) (laughs) David Kochi, I remember that. Uh, That is Reed Lowe joining us on the Ryan Kelly phone lines here. I was on the team the same time as David Kochi was. Yeah, you were were hiding. It is what it is, man. No big deal. I was a killer back then. I was a 20-year-old kid, too, and you turned me down. It is what it is, Lowe. You don't have to lie about it. It's no big deal, man. Honestly, I... Box with you, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I tell the people, I was a little. I, I would not want to be smacked in the face with that knuckle. Yeah, because your fist is like one knuckle. <laughs> I am deformed. If that's what we're trying to say, you got. Yeah, pretty, very, I don't know how your hands are, Lose. I didn't see him, but he's for being a fighter. He's got pretty put together hands. He's not real super jacked up. Yeah. Oh well, they're not. They're not super jacked up, but they. They. You know, they are big and sweaty. That's the yes. only nasty part. Yes. Yes, they are. Lozzy, what do we got going on what do, what do we, Thursday? Yeah, yeah, what are we yeah. doing Tell Thursday? What's, what's, I, I've gotten one text message that says, TJ, he texts here. me every second. I still have no idea what the hell's going on. Tell us about what's going on Thursday at McCormick and Schmitz in West County Mall. So um, we're going to be doing a uh, deal um, uh, for the crisis. And uh, basically, um, you guys are going to have the radio show there. And, you know, our goal and our, our jobs are to bring as many people as we possibly can via, you know, listening to this radio show or using our uh, uh, handles 
uh, either Twitter or Facebook or whatever you like to play with and uh, try and get people there and all the, all the tips uh, go to the charity and then percentages of, uh, uh, of the food from McCormick and Schmitz is going there as well. And uh, they're going to have a little VIP party there from four to six. And then the restaurant opens at like, I think five. And uh, basically people come in and, you know, we put our big smiley pearly white faces on and we serve food and uh, you know, make people laugh and, and have a good time. What's the what's the charity again? Because you're you're in a some sort of cave or something. Get out mm-hmm. of that cave. Yeah, should be working. Some sort of cave. It's a crisis nursery. Crisis nursery. And what yeah. is that? And what is that? Uh, what is that all about? That, that charity. Can you explain it? No, I cannot explain it. Oh well, Jesus, Losey, come on, come on! You gotta throw me a bone here, man. I, I just asked you what the charity's all about. You should know this, right? I, I, I probably should know this, um, but uh, and my girlfriend who kind of created all this is going to kill me when she oh she's going to kill I, you, dude. Great definition and explanation, but maybe one of you guys could Google it real quick. No, TJ's doing it, but I mean, wouldn't you? Don't you think you should? Don't you think that question is coming? I've, at you? I actually have heard this. And, I've heard and of it, and I think it has to do, to it do with obviously crisis is in a nursery, right? Like that's uh. obvious. No, um, I think that. Uh, uh, I think that it's it, it's not something that I know a lot about, but I know that I've heard of it a lot, and it's a popular deal, and I had a chance to do this last year. And I like charities. I like helping out. And, you know, obviously this has to do with infants and, and little babies and, and probably being having some difficulties with what's going on. And yep, I we're don't there. really know what, they serve, what their their definition is, is this, and their, uh, their 30-second elevator speech is. But, you know, the, when uh, assuming when I'm looking at the right part thing, of this, I was it was an easy yes, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Lose, assuming, assuming I'm looking at the right thing, Crisis Nursery St. Louis yes, here. That's what yes. it is. Uh, this their mission statement: the St. Louis Crisis Nursery is committed to the. This is their mission statement: committed to the prevention of child abuse and neglect, oh. and provides emergency intervention, uh, respite care, and support of families oh, in yeah. crisis through short-term care for young children in a safe and nurturing environment, helping families resolve crisis, offering resources for empower, uh, empowerment, ongoing support, and parent education, community outreach and awareness, and advocacy for children and families. Oh, yeah. So there you have it. Yeah, we're doing it, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, do you write that right? down? I, you know what? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not their champion. I'm just helping out with the charity and, and grabbing some of my buddies to come together and, and be a part of it. You know, I, I, next time, uh, I spent two and a half hours in the dentist chair today getting a getting Oh, I a, feel a, bad a for that dentist. Lozzie, <laughs> <laughs> I would no say he put you guy. on the spot, man. He's but got I mean, some chompers, he, but I mean, man. we're trying to pump up the chair. <laughs> He's got some chompers. <laughs> he really put you on the spot here. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Now, <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm the biggest idiot on the planet. Yes. I've heard that already. Said. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't even know the honestly, chair. <laughs> Honestly, when people see me smile, they get scared of my teeth and they That's start true. laughing. So it's, what can I, you know, I, I don't have much to offer. No, you don't. No, you don't, Lozy. No, we're all No, I should have. You should have, dude. You knew that. Before I got on the radio today. No <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's the number one question you're going to ask. What the hell's a charity well, for? What's a charity? What's I don't know. Uh, let me ask my I'm wife real sure. quick. Oh, my. I'm not sure. Either you come or I beat the hell out of you. Oh. But we'll be Who there. Who are you talking to? Yeah, I'll be there. Who are you talking to? I'm, just ta- I'm talking. I'm, right now, I'm talking to the people out there. I'm talking <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> well, you almost fought John Hadley one time. Oof. Oof. I didn't. No, no. He was hiding under the desk. Yeah, but he showed up, though. He, he did ex- show up. Explain that, that story. 
I had, I hadn't been in fight for a while. I don't know why, you know, whether it was just me try, having troubles engaging or, you know, what it was, but something, you know, sometimes they're just not there. And yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, I was trying to, but just wasn't really there. And, uh, Bryce Salvador had gotten in a few and Scott Mellenby had gotten in a few. And so word on the street was that, you know, Reed was, I was getting seven, eight, nine minutes a game and word on the street was, oh, Reed was, wasn't wanting to do his job anymore. He thought he was a hockey player and, so John just kind of said, uh, uh, made some comments to the fact that, you know, there was other guys in the team that were doing my job and I wasn't getting in any fights. John would say I'm that. Saying. he So he called so you out. He called me out. So a little inside part to that story is uh, uh, my teammates, somebody, one of my teammates printed it off and they put it in my hockey pants. So they really wanted me to see it. So I don't know whether somebody went to John and told him to write the story or what, but I ended up getting in like, I don't know whether it's just a coincidence or what, but we played Edmonton, Philadelphia, like Toronto, like all in the next four or five or six games. I ended up getting in five or six fights and six or seven or eight games. And it was all good. But yeah. Yo, the, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you finished the story though. You were pissed at him and then you said to meet him. And you said to meet me somewhere. I don't even know if he. I didn't even know if he knew I was mad at him, or if he just read the story the next day in the newspaper and said, "Oh, that doesn't sound very good," <laughs> and, uh, and and thought I was going to be mad at him. But he showed up, and I just said, "Hey, you want to step in the other room with me?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And I just said, <laughs> he "Hey, man, I, I respect you for rightness, and you know, obviously, I maybe I'm not doing my job, and your job is to make sure that you know you call it as you see it, and you didn't see me doing this, but." No, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, you know, what it's like to live a day in my shoes. And, uh, so, but I understand you have to do what you have to do, but also you have to understand what it's like to, to do what I do every night and how hard it can be sometimes to engage a guy in a fight and the circumstances of a hockey game and all the things that come along with it. And he's like, yeah, man, I understand. But, you know, like I said, so a long time ago, That's but, but he, he, pro- he probably has a, a slightly different angle to the story. No, too, not, no, 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 no. He doesn't. No, he wasn't pumping his own tires up or anything. He, 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 was, he was probably pretty freaked out. But he, he, you told him to go somewhere to talk, and he, he wasn't a pansy. Up. He showed up, dude. He yeah, showed up, sure. and he didn't know what the hell you were gonna do. I mean, what are you gonna do, beat him up? I mean, you, but who knows? But at least he showed up, and you guys had a conversation. And you got to respect that man. He might I, be goofy looking and that. ugly and all that stuff, but you got to respect that. I, I respect that. Unlike Bernie Nicholas. Who's oh. the first guy to chirp everybody in St. Louis, but never shows up anywhere, and never have a conversation with somebody after he does say something? Oh, radio, oh. radio wars. Oh. Was he chirping you that bad, Losey? What happened? What happened? Uh, he he decided to uh, one day on the radio uh, on the other station. Um, I was uh, getting interviewed uh, by uh, by one of their guys and asked me a question about Tarasenko, and I gave an honest answer. Vladimir Tarasenko is, without question, probably one of the best shots, maybe top ten shots ever in the history of the game. Uh, goal scorer like no other can put the puck in the net. I said, but for me, I don't think that he has that superstar Sidney Crosby, Jonathan Taves level of commitment and conditioning. And I, what I didn't do then that I'll do now is preface it that that's in, that's that's what a superstar is. That's why it's so hard. Like God-given talents and amazing things that you can get, but learning as a professional how to be a professional 100% of the time, like 
Al McKinnis was 37 years old and he was the most in-conditioned athlete in, in St. Louis' camp. My rookie Straight season, jacked. right? Like he still that, is. that level is really, really hard to attain. And I and, and if I'm looking for something that Tarasenko doesn't do, for me it's that you know conditioning. He's been his his conditioning's been questioned yes. for a long time. And we've questioned right? it on this show big time. And and so that's that's all I said. And so he ended up taking my interview that next Monday morning and basically got in a debate with my interview. And, and then when I called the station director and, and talked to a few of the guys and said, Hey, listen, I don't, if you want to get in a debate, I'll come in there for an hour. We'll sit down and we'll have a debate, but at least let me respond to what he's saying that he thinks I said, which I wasn't calling Tarasenko, not a good hockey player or not a good goal scorer. I was just simply saying that for me, he should score 60 when he's scoring 40. Like He should score we, 60 or 70 goals every year. I've asked year. Doug Armstrong this. I asked and, him, he needs to take it to another level. He has the yeah. ability to. Yep, but, so all, so what, all, Bernie looked said, at so. it, so he looked at your, your transcript, and he's like, oh, God, Lozy, no, no. What are you talking here? And just kind of ripped you apart going line by line? Yeah, basically line by line and just played small like small little glip uh, things. I had, I had text messages, phone calls. Of people saying, "Dude, he," I think he did it again another time, like a couple of days later. Maybe not as a, as as much the next, but I didn't hear it myself. But just absolutely, you know, I had just bombarded with texts. Yeah, I heard him this morning calls, talking so. about you too. I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> <laughs> and John Hadley, they both were <laughs> nice. So look, okay, one more time. Thursday, give us a rundown one more time. So Thursday, um, four o'clock, we got to be there, and I think the restaurant's going to be open then. Um, um, and then you can call, like definitely call and make reservations. Um, I wish I had the phone number, and I'm gonna. Oh, you are. Have any of this stuff oh, you me, are something. Gonna, I'm, I'll tell you what. I'll make, Jesus. Everybody listening today, I'm gonna get back on the radio tomorrow about this time. You are and, <laughs> with Bernie. With Bernie, I am. <laughs> He's doing I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to happen, <laughs> and I'm going to have all the information, the phone numbers, the address. I'm going to have, I'm going to have every T dotted and I crossed that you can possibly imagine. Well, who else is going to be there, man? It's on my cell phone. It's on my cell phone, and I'm on my cell phone. So without me getting off of it and getting into it and and delaying your time and having dead spots, which not that you guys don't have those already, but shut up. <laughs> well, Lozy, Lozy, our only dead spot here is Cam. And Thank so, you. So, so you know, the number is 314-835-1300. And that's 17 West County Center. Let's tell him about the charity, Matt. 631. Yeah, what's, what was that charity again, Lozy? Yeah, Lozy, can you explain the charity again? <laughs> he's going to kick He's, he's going to kick both of your he's asses. Lozy, I'm on your side. I'll be standing behind you Thanks, while you fight Daddy. both of them. Thanks. I know always you are always there. I appreciate it cuz you know there's two of them. And there's only one of me, even though I'm about <laughs> as big as both. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think he, yeah, I think he just neglected you. He said there's, there's only one of me with Matty Stanton. No, 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 no. He knows, no, he knows I'm not getting involved in it. He knows you know where to find me. You know where to find me. At one of those bar, having a drink. <laughs> All right, Lozy. Spectating, sending chirps. I love it. All right, homeboy. Uh, no, we're, it's gonna be it's Thursday, and you can check out my Twitter handle. Cam, I'm sure Cam's retweeted it. He has, and he needs to be smacked. Um, but we've got all the information's on there. My Facebook page has it too. So I've been pumping it out. Well, there what's your Twitter? Pump up your Twitter handle real quick. Yeah, we got to get you, some followers. Yeah, you, you need up. some followers too. You got like thirty. At Reblow thirty four. Kind of like mine. At Reblow, <laughs> 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 <I> too. <laughs> Good God. Oh, cool. You're creative as well. Uh, Pine Top Perkins. Before you go here, says T's dotted and I's crossed. CT is set in an old Lozy. <laughs> oh, 
Hey, we both awesome? have it, man. We both have it, dude. It's kicking in. I can feel it. Time out here, boys. It's the gay old time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you big goof. I'll, I'll I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Maybe you'll have to do your, do your research, and we'll uh, I'm we'll do my research. It's tomorrow. Chance tomorrow today I failed miserably, but you know what? The <laughs> nice did. part about the positive, the negative is the people that are listening are like he's an idiot. I'm going to go on and research this thing, so they're going to take it amongst themselves. Yeah, let them do the work. Done. We're going to we're going to pack this place and raise some money for a good cause. So that's the end of the day. All there right, big dog. All, All right, I'll call, we'll talk to you tomorrow if you're lucky. Talk to you tomorrow. See you, buddy. That was Reed Loaf. He's out of his mind. Sir, uh, probably has CTE kicking in, but he is doing oh, yeah. a good thing with the charity here. That was Reed Lowe joining us on the Ryan Kelly. He might have to get on man. Mentality too. That was it really funny. Your memory. And he's right. You know, like when things like just fall apart like that, we're like, "What's the the? You don't remember the? Oh yeah, dude. You, everybody remembers kidding. that. If we could have had him on, and he would have told us everything, and we're like, like okay. And I'm then everybody invite, remembers. I'm just inviting you guys to come to, to build it up. I don't need to know everything. They about said it. help. I said okay. What do you want? What, what do you want to do? do? What do you want me to do? Yeah. All right. They tell me to do uh, something. I do the, the crisis nursery, though, I've heard is a really good thing. You want to talk about mentality? I would love to. Yeah. Okay. Please do. Please do. I had low testosterone. Now I don't. End of story. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. LowTUSA.com? LowTUSA.com. Uh, no, seriously, though, no, I did have low testosterone, and now I don't. And I'm, things are better in, at the home, TJ. Tell me how. Tell me how. Give me well, details. Kate's still sleeping right now because she's tired. Why? From what? Oh, you want real details on that? <laughs> yeah, well, Kate's yeah, sure. Kate's why not? Like, you Kate's, got like, Kate's like, nah, you say enough on the radio cam. You don't need to get into detail with me, <laughs> which I won't. But the bottom one is <laughs> she is satisfied beyond belief. Um, I think. Uh, uh, but she, anyway, says. she says she is. I don't know. She's sleeping. Uh, but look, uh, you you got to check this out. It, you, you again, you might you might think you got your mono. You just you don't have that drive again. You probably you suffer from low testosterone. Everybody kind of goes through it at a certain age. You go through. It. I went at a, at a younger age probably because I was mixing a million things together and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yes. Fine, whatever. Yes. If you feel this way, check go check it out. You get your blood work done. You get that back that same day. It's covered by insurance. It's such an easy thing. You got a bunch of girls in there. You have a beer. They take your blood. It is what it is. It's simple. This is a game changer. It's a life changer. And it's a relationship changer. Oh, oh. an animal. Oh. Sexual Tyrannosaurus is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, LowTUSA.com. That's Mentality. There's a place in Ch- South County and in Chesterfield. Go check it out. LowTUSA.com. That's Cam Jansen. I'm TJ Mo. Matt Whitener. Matt Rocchio here as well. 590 The Fan, 1057H2FM and InsideSTL.com. We'll be back on the other side of the break. We are the hard line.